Mike of the Free Variety Hour on every podcast provider in and around this sexual, beautiful blue green orb that we call Planet Earth. I am your wife's dad, Michael Dupree. Uh, <laughs> it is what day is it today? Six twenty-two, the day of the release of this episode, at least June twenty-second, baby. Uh, and I am going to be a homeowner, baby. Since the last time I bet on this, I, I did a little podcast. We found a house, put in an offer on a house, got that offer accepted, uh, inspected the house, said, yeah, we want to move forward with the house, got, got insurance put together for the house, began the mortgage application process for the house. Baby, we're moving baby anyone care did you do a title search titles uh that we're in the process okay <laughs> okay because you don't want a dirty title no <laughs> no no you don't you don't want a dirty title uh trust me top 10 things you don't want number one with a bullet dirty title on a house. i didn't know that's what the i thought the title search was just making sure it wasn't tied up in some sort of like inheritance right or, that's you gotta learn the jargon of if you're gonna be a oh, homeowner okay. okay okay you're joining the ranks of, of home ownership here you gotta know the, the jargon dirty title is when something's tied up so uh oh, that's a, i that's thought a you fact. were saying the title itself yeah, you go into a title search agency and you you ask them, uh, "Is my title tied up?" They're gonna laugh you out of the door, buddy. <laughs> coming in hot today, Michael. I'm coming in hot. I told you. I told you, pre show. I'm fired up, man. I'm fired up. Uh, are you are you are you nervous? Are you nervous to to talk be talking to a, a future homeowner? I am threatened, not nervous. Threatened is the <laughs> okay. word. I uh, I I don't know that I can compete with you. So the more accolades that you uh, build up that I have, I feel worse about myself. Yeah, it's because so, we're the same age. So it's right. like any, and we're from the same city. That's, yeah, we 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 can't gloss that over. We're we pretty are, much rivals, and we, we just, are opposing forces. And anytime right. that something good happens for me. It, right. It's just one less thing that good. Thing yeah, it's naturally it's bad for me. Yeah. So we wear this smile, but deep down we both know uh, behind we the really scenes. We really don't like each other. Yeah, we're fighting against each other. I'm trying to turn your brother against you right now by way of video games. It's working. Uh, it is. It is working. Uh, we slowly, uh, we slowly work in a conversation about you and your childhood. Do uh, you? Yeah. Like um, what? And, uh, uh, well, uh, you have a corn background, and I know why. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. Uh, you're you're afraid of it, and, and this is your therapy. I, I, yeah, I'm facing my fear because if yeah. corn is behind me, that's like my biggest fear. Right, it's like a metaphor of you moving forward, like some positive, uh, positive uh, talk about uh, I don't know, hopeful optimism or something, Michael. Yeah, I don't appreciate like that. it. It's fine. Whatever. I'm, I'm proud of you. you okay, know, I'm proud of you. Do you want to know where my my new house is going to be? Yeah, I do actually. I really want to know. Do you want to guess what city it's going to be in? Ooh, I think you're going uh, north eight mile. Am I right? Nope. Oh, are you going to Hamtramck? Nope. Oh, <laughs> I was excited. That's, those are the only two things I would expect. But you don't so. even live in Hamtramck. Why would you be so excited about that? Because uh, then you're nearby my work. 
Yeah. I guess. Uh, uh, Dearborn, baby. Oh, you're going Dearborn? That's the other. Yeah. Uh, do you know that other, that's where I moved from uh, Redford? I moved to Dearborn then to, yeah, I know. to Detroit. So, I'm yeah. following you're, your dirty You're title. following my, you're actually, uh, should I be worried? Are, are you, yeah. You're following my, my footsteps. Where at? I, guess uh, who the next executive director of the Ant's going to be, baby? <laughs> Michael Dupree Variety Hour, yeah. uh, the the organization. Yeah. Uh, no, wait, where at? Where at in Dearborn? Like what main roads? Uh, it's gonna uh, Michigan and uh, Telegraph area. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. I lived uh, I lived at uh, Michigan and Outer Drive there for a minute with one of, that, my, one, of my, one of my best friends over by yeah. the two the two Krogers that are right next to each other. Mm-hmm. No, right there's only there. one Kroger there now. They closed it. See, that's they how long the, I've been out of there. They closed one north of Michigan Ave. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, so, I uh, I lived right over right over there, uh, kind of by Dearborn High there for a minute. Um, yeah, we were looking at we were looking at that exact area, what that that uh, Michigan Avenue and out and our drive area, and we weren't really lo- looking on the west side of Telegraph. But um, then, like houses are going insanely fast and going for yeah. like ten thousand dollars over their asking. Price. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I, I that, that is uh, genuinely a pretty good area. I, I like uh, I like I like Dearborn as a city. Um, it's got its you know like any place, it's got its ups and downs. But that's a that's mm. a uh, that's a nice area over there. Yeah, it, it, we're really excited. It's just such a really nice area. But yeah, uh, yeah, we're very excited. And also, you guys who listening should all be excited because you're listening to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour. If you've never listened before, it is uh, an art showcase and comedy show. Did I derail your intro? No, that, did I, that you, did I do it there usually, though? This is usually now you did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, sorry. That's usually how we do things. We banter, oh, and then I go back to the end. Ah, okay, so I'll I'll shut up, and you can. Yeah, sorry about that. I didn't mean to. Ugh. It is an art showcase and comedy show where we feature local musicians, painters, poets, artists, sculptors, directors, writers, and more. And about uh, seventy or about twenty five percent of those things we've never actually had on the show. Yeah, name uh, two sculptors who've been on the show. <laughs> I don't have any. I have zero. You know, you don't have any. We need to work on getting you a sculptor. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check to my Rolodex and I'm gonna, I'm gonna refer you to a sculptor so you can be no, true to your. Yes, I am. No, you aren't. I am too. I'm gonna look for one. Everybody says with that. a sculptor, but Literally, it's not gonna be. But it's not gonna be like. It's not gonna be like I did it. It's gonna be like a meet cute style like hitch situation. You're not gonna know that I referred them to you. <laughs> It's just a sculptor's gonna show up in your life. You're gonna move into your house day one, and like a sculptor's gonna bring over a casserole. Oh, and they're gonna be to really be your mean neighbor. To me, though. Yeah, no, and no, I'm no, gonna no, be no. like, oh, I wanna, I wanna fix them. Right, exactly. They're gonna be a little bit cruel to you, and then you are gonna, you're gonna feel like you're gonna be off put by the interaction for sure. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go inside, and you're gonna think about it for a few hours, and then you're gonna get it in your head that you need to uh, reconcile this relationship with this sculptor you just met. Like I can't move into a place and already have a bad relationship. With right. And then there's going to be a montage of you like learning to dance and like, uh, I don't know, like you're going to, there's going to be a montage that, that cuts through you like walking by like a riverside thinking deeply. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be great. I'm very excited for that. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, we never had a sculptor on the show and we've only had like one poet on the show. And really? you know, but I think that we, as a as a artistic community, you know, we need to work on fostering more sculptures, sculptors, uh, and sculptures. Yeah, uh, I hear you in our community. Because I hear you. Not enough. Everyone only cares about paintings and portraiture. Yeah, not me. I'm a sculptor guy through and through. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Michael the Free Variety Hour is also the world's only mandatory podcast. Uh, so welcome back, everybody in the world 
Uh, today is a very fun day. We are going to have such a damn good show for you guys. Uh, later on, we'll be joined by uh, Janice Lucy. She's a doll that came to life uh, for 24 hours. And uh, wow, I'm very excited to speak to a, a living doll. I hope she's not a scary doll like Chucky. Uh, and also, we will be joined by Silas Rainbalm, a modern-day troubadour in the folk scene. So very excited to speak to them. But right now, we are joined by friend of the show friend of the host, uh, and also executive director of the, uh, the, the, the organization, which uh, this podcast is a, a member of Planet Ant Podcasts, <laughs> and he's also a uh, host of a new damn da- daming, dating channel. <laughs> That's me dating. Where he, dating. Yeah. <laughs> my page. Where he hooks up uh, uh, strangers with sculptors. sculptors. With, yeah, with strangers. Uh, <laughs> oh, geez. Michael, I'm, com- I'm coming in hot today. Uh, I know. I'm so well rested uh, today. I don't Good. know why. How many I hours? I don't know what it is. How many hours of sleep? Like, like seven. Wow, Which for that's me, a that's a lot. That is uh, a lot. I'm going off. I, I'm, I'm, I'm used to my like five or six hours, but me too. Oh man. I'm, Weekdays uh, is always five or six hours for me. Yeah. Uh, I, weekend I just, sometimes I, it's like seven or eight. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad to be here. Yeah. I, it's always fun. It's always a fun time to be on, on, on this show. I'm um, Mikey DP Vide Owl. Yeah. The Mikey DP Vide That one. That's how you got to say it like that. Um, yeah, I, I, I've been, uh, like you said, I've been playing, I've been playing a lot of video games. Yeah. So you Um, are, you know, most people who listen to this podcast know you and know you as the executive director of Planet Ant. But, uh, in the the face of quarantine, you rose from the ashes like a monster energy drink sponsored Phoenix. Yeah, and became and began Darren Shelton. <laughs> that was the noise of the three claws slashing the yeah. can. <laughs> yeah, audio. Uh, no, I. So I here here here. You want to you want to hear the origin story of my gaming channel? It's not fun. It's 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 just it's just it's pretty bland. But yeah, so, I would love to. So I, uh, you know, I. Uh, so of all of my my closest friends, three of them are uh, uh, Mikey Brown, love Mike him. McGettigan, and love Andy Reid. Right? Don't love them. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I will tell you that all three of them have sent me down different COVID-19 rabbit holes by way of information that they share with me. So the funny thing about Andy is Andy's dad got caught in, uh, I think like East Northeast, uh, of, of, of the country beginning, uh, at, at Andy's sister's house. So what happened was a long story short, they couldn't get a plane home. So they decided that his sister uh, would drive west and Andy would drive east and they met in New York, right? Uh, to pick up uh, Andy's dad. Uh, and what happened was they listened to uh, CNN radio about COVID-19 day one of quarantine uh, while on this massive cross-country drive. So Andy came home and uh, he was activated as a, uh, a COVID-19 insider. Like he was just, he, Andy came home and uh, the first thing he said to me is, Darren, I don't think there's going to be an election this November <laughs> and he was off to the, to the races. Uh, and then um, Mike McGettigan is always a useful source for lots of, uh, lots of, uh, of, of, of news. Uh, and Handsome then, too. 
And then Mikey Brown is, is one to really go off on, uh, um, on the, uh, you know, again, I, I was down a little bit of a rabbit hole. So I've been at home, uh, scared, <laughs> no, yeah. uh, not, not necessarily scared, but I, uh, Fearful. I, you know, in, in this situation, like jokes aside, in this situation where Planet Ant's closed, like I, my job is literally, uh, literally find emergency funding, uh, emergency grants, uh, loans, that kind of stuff. Um, and, um, I got into, uh, playing video games to split up time. I haven't played video games, uh, consistently since, uh, like I think 2009 ish, I would say like, wow. uh, yeah, back when I was, uh, still in college or, or so I think is the last, like the, we were talking about it. I think the last, uh, I was talking about it with your brother, actually the last video games that I, I, I played, I think were like call of duty, modern warfare two or something like that, which I think would be 2009, 2010, something like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I really like my days have become a mess of phone calls and emails uh, with grant foundations and, and banks and all that stuff. Um, and yeah, like I said, splitting up playing video games. And then uh, uh, you also, uh, you're aware uh, as a guest, uh, a, a former guest of the Homerophilia podcast. Yeah. Um, with the, the ant buildings being closed, uh, I uh, elected to set up the, uh, the streaming uh, hub uh, for that, uh, here at, at my, at my, uh, my home. Um, so we set up a way to do the homophilia podcast with all of us remotely. Uh, so I had the bones for, uh, for a streaming setup for video games, uh, here. And then I figured why not jump on, just do it. Why not try to, uh, cause I was getting messages from, from folks, um, um, like, uh, Nick Latimer, like your brother, uh, like uh, Dan Patterson, who's a, a, a drummer in the music scene, Shannon Barnes of, of the band White Bee. The uh, best. The, yeah, they're, they're all awesome. But these are all people who happen to play Fortnite. Uh, and, and, and Mike McGattigan plays. Ray doesn't and, play Fortnite. Don't no, lie. Ray hates don't, Fortnite. Don't Ray spread play, lies I play, about my I play, I play Warzone with Ray. Well, I did. I gave up on Warzone with my Ray. My brother is a through and through Warzone and he State is. of Decay 2 player, and he hates both of them because he hates all video games. Yes, uh, and he makes that very abundantly clear. It's yes. so funny because he's like like in the top of a mission or the top of a, a, a Warzone match. He's like so excited. So by, the, by the end of the game, it's always, I'm not even playing this game. This game's unplayable. It's unplayable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unless we win, that it's the best game ever again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I, um, I really have enjoyed this, uh, this kind of ragtag community. Again, like I, I, I tend to find myself in situations where uh, I'm trying to bring communities together. I'm trying to be a cog in the machine that's bringing different, different communities together so it's been a ton of fun to um to now not only uh not only play with with folks from different uh like 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 getting like brett mercer and 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 world's handsomest podcast host well yeah and just worlds colliding uh in, in in this where you have musicians and comics and people who are right here in this tiny detroit creative community i mean not not tiny world i know this is a national thing i don't want to make detroit seem small uh but uh we do have a pretty tight-knit uh you know like the stand-up comedy scene is a small is a, is a pretty tight-knit scene here yeah. but the problem in detroit for for decades is that all of these different communities uh have been pretty um self-contained uh, yeah. and the overlap has been limited and, and yeah. you you all uh know that planet Ant has tried really hard to bridge 
you know, like theater and improv, improv and stand up. Now, uh, all of these different communities and, and music and, and all these yeah, different things. It's awesome things. how much I like, now I know, like most yeah. of the stand up comedians in the, in the, maybe not most, but I know a significant amount right. of stand up comedians in, in Detroit. Whereas I, I couldn't maybe name like one or two. Yeah. Started to happen. Well, and the other thing too is like it's it's cool to see the 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 invisible walls kind of disappear. Like yeah. you, you you look at a show like like um like take Truthcast right take mm-hmm. take Truthcast and and that you know from a stand up perspective that's a stand up comedy show. But if you're an improviser, that's just slideshow. I mean that's that's a straight up improv game, and yeah. they have their own twist on it, and it's great. Uh, you know, but when they do their live show, it's uh, you know, they introduce a character. The character is then shown a, a, a uh, quote unquote slideshow that they, I mean, a slideshow that they quote unquote brought with them. But really, it's the truth, uh, the host that made this slideshow, and then the person's justifying it, you know? Yeah. And so while stand up people will say, this is a stand up, this is a comedy show, and while improv people will be like, this is clearly, you know, I guess the point is that these things are, we're not far off. We're not at so different, core, you and I. Yeah, at their core, comedy is comedy, and at their core, entertainment's entertainment. You know, and as we start to bridge these different, uh, these different things, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. And I've stumbled upon this other way to do it in, in video games right now. Yeah. And, and that's kind of what, uh, you know, while it's kind of like the it's it's exactly what what i need right now because i need something pretty quick accessible to blow off steam to to be able to hang out with people so you know in i I live alone uh with well i have a bunch of cats but i live alone with cats so it's nice Mm -hmm. to be able to to you know kind of push of a button hang out with people but now it's even going like a, a step further where um we're getting folks from you know, we regularly regularly play with uh, with a guy that we met online. His name's Jason, and he lives in New York. We regularly play with a guy named JP who lives in the UK. I still can't understand him all the time because he's got the uh, an accent I've never heard in my life. And it's it, you know, it's like, but it's 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 a ton of fun uh, to to meet these people. But then also take it a step further to kind of expose them to you know, we got uh, Jason who's never. Uh, never been in this Detroit comedy scene is watching uh, a live show of Dan Patterson's dabs and drums with us uh, on a watch party. And it's like, that's what we want to be able to build. We've been talking for decades at Planet Ant. Like, okay, how do we, one, how do we engage this local community? But like, how do we at the same time think big picture? And, yeah. and I think, and I'm not saying my video games are the answer, but I'm saying that all of these different live streams that we're kind of diving into right now, uh, it, it's kind of comes with that high tide raises all ships mentality as everything starts to get a little bit cleaner, a little bit prettier. Uh, people get a little more tech savvy. People get a little more comfortable in this format uh, because it is, it is different. I, like I can hear myself right now being able to uh, being more comfortable in front of the screen than I was a month ago. But last time we were on the show, I, I, I second guessed myself because it felt weird for me now that I've streamed, six days real time of video games in the last few months. Like I, I'm not uh, weirded out by this anymore. And I would yeah. bet you that these skills will translate to stage when we do come back oh, yeah. too, uh, which, oh, yeah. which, um, which is great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a ton of fun. It's been incredible. Uh, 
So with like, so now you said you've you've been streaming for what? What is six times twenty four? Like how many hours is that actually? Um, six times twenty four. I can't do math, man. Six plus six is twelve. Twenty four. Uh, six times. Six 24. times. One twenty. One forty four. I think. Yeah. Okay. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, I'm a computer dude. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you've 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 done a lot of streaming, baby. Yeah. Um, so like, what were some like early challenges that you kind of faced that, you know, like good players that kill you really fast? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, what are some challenges that I faced, uh, with streaming? The, the number one thing that's on my mind is it's really hard to tell live stream when you're doing something right and when you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Um, I, I've had days where I, I don't know. The algorithm picks me up and then all of a sudden I get 5,000 views, live views on a stream. And then the next, the the next day I'll get 120 views on a stream. And it's just like, how do you figure out what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong? It's, uh, it's, you know, I'm sure there is a way, but it takes an understanding of like uh, Facebook or Twitch algorithms that I just don't have. And, and I think, um, it's like anything it's, it's when you're, you know, the, what's the value of an improv set to a, a sold out house compared to the value of an improv set to five people? I mean, I, you would argue that the consistency of doing the show, you know, I, doing Monday nights for years for 10 people built up to when we had that two year string of sold out every Mondays, you know, like, yeah. like it's, there's, there's something to be said for consistency, but that consistency can really beat at your <laughs> enthusiasm uh, mm-hmm. for sure. Because it is, it's tough to, um, you know, you got to be constantly improving. There's, there's literally endless amounts of, of competition. I mean, it's cool to have a wider net to cast into the, the world, but it's also, um, we realized really quickly that um, you're no longer competing with, you know, four other local shows uh, at this point in time. You're now competing with, Dave Grohl playing drums in his living room or like, you know, like, like you got to realize that you're on a stage where, um, whether you want it or not, you're competing with the rest of the world for, for, uh, attention. And right now, I guess, um, we have a little bit more of a captive audience, uh, due to quarantine. Um, that's slowly lighting up, I guess. Uh, but, um, it's, it's, it's interesting to try and figure out those, that side of it, because it's like, it's like anything else, you know, the, (laughs) I'm used to working in the admin side of planet ant where, um, the last question uh, I have most of the time, uh, my job, not, not planet ant. The last question I have in my job is, is, is what's going on stage. Good. You know, I'm worried about the, the surrounding stuff. I'm worried about marketing. I'm worried about uh, contracts. I'm worried about big picture plan. That's, that's mostly what I'm doing. Um, and uh, for, uh, for something like a, like a, a live stream, um, that's where you see your, your, your gains, your quote unquote gains here. It's like you, you want new viewers. It sucks, but you got to go dig into to forums you got to go talk to people in chats on other similar streams you gotta uh you gotta make clips from your videos and you gotta share them out in the world and people think just being good at at a game and having some charisma is gonna gonna get you uh gonna get you worldwide exposure and it just it just isn't Mm -hmm. um so that that's one side of it uh and the other side of it is uh constantly keeping up with uh with the tech end of it uh, learning things about, um, you know, if you stream in 
4K, you're going to get better, better algorithm response from, uh, from the streaming services than if you stream in 1080, you know, and, and, and that's, so there's resolution or, questions. Or, there's, or God, God forbid, 720. Or 720, or you can split the difference with your little 810, which yeah. sometimes, sometimes you got to do. I mean, but then there's the other side of it is if you have a stream that gets choppy, like you get, it's not like a stage show where you have one failed light cue and everybody's still stuck there. You get a, a, a 10 second, 10 seconds of tech issues on a live stream for an audience member. That's exit the window, find something else. Yeah. Uh, so you don't <laughs> have the, you don't have the leeway of making a mistake that you do That's in a, a live really show, which that I learned really quickly. Cause like one time I got, so, so one of the things about Facebook gaming is if you, um, if you team up with, you can get a, what's called a raid from, uh, from another streamer, which is where a streamer ends their live stream and they have the choice to send all of their active viewers to somebody that they want to support. Yep. So um, there's, there's a, a streamer out there. His name's Newt to Newt. He's a great, he's a great dude. He's a, he calls himself a Gen X game positive uh, gamer. I think he's like 48 years old. He's a real nice dude. He's got a ton of followers because he's just, he dresses up as a farmer and he plays Fortnite at the farm on Fortnite every day. And it's, it's great. He's good at the game. Uh, he's, he's not hyper, like he doesn't complain. He's not hyper competitive or anything. He's good at the game and he has fun. And that's like the point of his stream, which is kind of where I'm at. I'm not going to be a competitive gamer. I'm not ever trying to be that. I'm trying to have fun with people and, and showcase people. But that guy sent me over like 70 something active viewers. And it just so happened to be at a moment before I put this fan in my room and this room was really hot and my computer was overheating a little bit and it caused the sputter. And it's just like instantly like 35 people drop instantly. Uh -huh. And it's just like, Oh, there's a missed opportunity, you know? Um, but like anything, it's, it's, it comes down to, to really leaning into it and learning from mistakes and shots on goal, uh, consistency. Shots on goal. You shots on goal. Million percent of the shots that you take if you're bad at shooting. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, I don't have a response to that. I'm going to drink my coffee. <laughs> but yeah, you were also mentioning just like before we started, just like, you know, <laughs> the challenge of kind of of being on for an extended period of time. Yeah. Like you were saying that you did like a six hour stream and like. Yeah. Well, it's weird because I notice um, I notice like the, the need for dictation, actually. Like, like I've, I've, especially in the last few days, like I, I get to the point where I hear myself kind of like getting like more closed mouth talking, my mouth gets smaller and smaller. I start to like hear myself not sound like myself. And I, you know, you need to be conscious just like being on stage of, mm -hmm. of pronunciation, of speaking clearly, of, of realizing what your strengths are uh, and realizing that you are in your character of yourself. If you're a live streamer for, you know, I mean, my average streams are four hours long uh, and, and it's, it's a lot of fun because you're playing video games and stuff. But if you, you know, that's the other side of it. You have to be engaging with your chat or else they'll go and, you know, like, uh, like you got to realize you, you think of your audience as your contemporaries, right? But, but my realization is I get everything from nine-year-old like Fortnite crazy kids to like people like my grandparents and their friends. And, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, it, you need to find a way to, to, to strip things down to truths that can connect with, with anyone. Yeah. Um, I can, you know, and, and you, you, but at the same time, you don't, 
I don't specifically want to be a super like vanilla stream here. I want to talk about things that I care about. I want to, uh, I want to showcase uh, folks in this scene. And I, and I also want to, you know, I want to get into current events and issues without really, without really opening the floor to a huge, like, argument. you know, how do you, how do you have meaningful dialogue in this, this weird medium that kind of bridges podcasts and competitive games? Uh, how do you do that without uh, pissing people off uh, and without, you know, without losing or, or um, without kind of uh, isolating your, your viewers? You know, I know in homophilia, we joke about it all the time because we, uh, we inevitably uh, talk about, I mean, we just, we kind of do the inside jokes, insular comedy with each other. And we joke about how we just isolate our audience to jokes that only work on the three of us who are hosting the show. And it's hilarious and we have fun, but it's, it's a real concern uh, when you're trying to, to build things. Uh, how do you not alienate an audience? Because I want, I, want, um, I want folks who don't agree with me. I, I, yeah. to watch I do because I think um, from my perspective the way that you're gonna uh, find common ground with people who disagree on big ideas is to find something you do agree on and use that as the starting point I, I'm a believer that deep down inside nobody's bad to be bad you know what I mean like everybody's the hero of their own book right so if if and I think that the, the outlier of, of people who are just genuinely like psychopaths or sociopaths and bad people or whatever, I think that that's the, the rarity here. So I think anybody else, there's just a, you know, from the idea, the basic core idea of I want to be a good person to the reality of how people act, I think there's a miscommunication or a misunderstanding or a difference in pers perspective somewhere based on experience or, or whatever. So the way to bridge that is to find something you definitely agree on, which in this case can just be playing video games. Uh, and and if, if, if I can connect with somebody, if I can hang out with somebody for an hour or two playing video games with them, and we can start conversation about, you know, maybe some issues that are a little more hot button issues. Um, and we have this base understanding that, hey, we, we have fun with the same things. We have the same basic understandings of, of how to, I don't know how to play this video game, how to play on a team, how to communicate efficiently to win games or something like that. Like we can work together clearly uh, to complete a goal, which in this case is a Fortnite victory. So there must be a place that we can work together to have a conversation. Um, so I, I think that it's not as simple as we're just playing video games here. And I think that's why I really love this medium. I love to hear uh, our friend that we made from the UK. I love to hear. I mean, he's a 19 year old kid in West Midland, I think is what he said. I don't, I don't know, but I like to hear his perspective on stuff. I like to hear my friend Jason talk about uh, his perspective uh, coming from New York. I, I like to hear uh, folks, uh, Detroit musicians talk about stuff. I mean, it's, 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 it's a, it's become a really cool medium that I really love. Uh, I love hanging out in. Um, and I think that it's also incredibly accessible um, for yeah. uh, because you don't have to have uh, for the streaming. You don't have to have you, you just have to have a phone. You have to have a phone and you can contribute and you can participate in these live streams yeah. um, and you can have a, 
a multi-thousand dollar computer and have really high-end stuff and, and all that stuff. But really to, to get in, you just have to have a device that can stream a video, which most, I mean, a lot of people do yeah. um, all over the world. So, so it's not hard to get on. It's not hard to get in, uh, which, which is an, another cool thing because that answers the question of how do we, we get uh, in front of other people. Um, so, but yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the amp. So uh, do it. You, we don't know uh, when things will be able to get back to normal. I am. Uh, I'm going to take a, a stance, and I will happily take this stance over and over again. Uh, I, I, I will not give the approval to open Planet Ant until it is safe with science to back that safety. Um, I, I have spent the last three months, uh, along with the rest of the, the admin team here, building up, uh, emergency, emergency grants, emergency loans, uh, building up a cushion that will allow us to focus on, uh, our online presence, our engagement, uh, other projects that are not public projects, um, which I'll, I'll talk a little bit about in a second. Um, but, uh, I, we have worked so hard uh, to be in a position where we can hold for, for a little bit longer. Um, and I feel really bad for these businesses who are in dire straits and need to uh, essentially forego uh, what I view as the right decision uh, in order to save their business. I think that it's terrible. I think that that situation is terrible. And then there, there, there's a ton of failures in the sy systematic side of things that have yeah. resulted in businesses having to choose um, I don't think it's greed. I think it's, it's survival. I think they're choosing survival over the, the right choice. And I think yeah. that that's terrible. But I think that we are in a position where we've done, uh, my beard is turning gray right now because my hair is turning more gray right now because we've, we've, we've put our head down. And, and while we've been uh, in this quarantine, we, we, we've saved up some money. Uh, and we're not out of the woods by any means, but we are in a position where we can hold. And, and I, I don't know if this metaphor is um, a great one, but we do not need to be the first people over the minefield right now. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I feel like that's where a lot of these businesses are. They're back against the wall. They're choosing survival. It's either get, get eaten by the sharks or run across the shore. Uh, and, and that's a terrible place to be in. And I'm not yeah. going to pretend I, I, am, I know how they have come to this decision, um, but uh, we, we're going to be all right. And, and we also have the, the strength of, of a real community um, that shows up, even, even if there's not a physical place to show up to. Um, yeah. I like to, I'm very proud of the way that we have been able to adapt. Uh, we being not just staff and, 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 and troops and, and, and stuff, but, but the, the community as a whole. Uh, we've been able to stay relevant and to engage our community um, without uh, the brick and mortar walls, uh, which has been amazing to see. Yeah. Um, and we're also like, like um, the things that we are engaging in, there, there's a handful of things that we can't talk about publicly that will come out, but we're working on, uh, we are working on, on, on things in the space right now. Um, where where uh, Mike uh, Mike and Andy are working on the idea of um, remote writing classes because I think those are the easiest ones to do mm -hmm. digitally. Um, but obviously, we're waiting for um, 
we're waiting to see a little bit more before we, we unleash stuff. Um, but we're also working on, on filming some, some different things as well in the space. Um, and those, uh, those are, um, collaborative efforts. So there are some, uh, administrative, uh, details we got to work out before we can like officially announce any of the stuff that we are doing, but we are trying to find ways to stay active. Uh, you know, our hope is to essentially convert some of our spaces right now temporarily to some filming spaces, uh, while we build up this infrastructure, um, and then to occupy the other side of, of, the online presence, which right now we got these live streaming things going. There's lots of them that are awesome. Go check out mask off, go check out, uh, go check out any of them. Go check out fan to fan. Go check out. Yeah. Any, any of these things, they're, they're all wonderful. Um, and I think the other side of it is going to be, uh, recording, um, uh, recording more sketches, uh, recording more scripted stuff, uh, with a little higher quality than the, the, um, than the live streams. And then I think that the, the third side of this is, is um, if this is going to be a really extended thing, we need to record productions. We need to record original productions, be them sketch shows, be them uh, collaborative uh, things with other organizations. And we, ha we have conversations rolling. We have uh, the beginning phases of, 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 of a handful of really, really, really cool projects that we're really excited about uh, in the works. Um, so anybody, anybody who's listening, uh, I know it seems like, um, uh, I, I, you know, Sadie, Sadie, uh, bless, bless her has been killing it on our, our social media. Um, she came, she came to the group and, um, uh, with, with, with a plan of how, how we should act right now. Uh, and we, as we, as a team, we, we discuss what our role should be right now. And we've all agreed that our role right now is to try to elevate the voices of our community, um, and the way that she has took that and run with it has been uh, unbelievable. So a uh, shout out to Sadie. Uh, shout out. Qualioto. I'm going to say it wrong like I always do. Uh, but she's killing it on the social media side. She's killing it on the, uh, the Elevate Voices side. She's killing it uh, on that front, uh, which has given um, myself and Andy and, and everybody else and, uh, the ability to really uh, focus on uh, the, 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 the below the surface infrastructure. Um, so we're busy. We've been busy. We've been real busy. Uh, and I haven't really talked that much about it publicly. I'm glad to be talking about it right here. But, yeah. Um, we're glad to have you talking about it's it. It's been a, a hell of a few months for sure. For um, sure. We, I mean, we, we entered this quarantine really, uh, I mean, you've watched, you've watched everything. All these, these improv places are falling apart. I mean, by way of, uh, um, for multiple uh, reasons. <laughs> for multiple reasons. But, uh, you know, I, I, I think uh, – I don't know. Uh, it feels like uh, many of them are um, realizing their financial, uh, uh, financial woes and releasing their death grip uh, right now. Um, a lot of it feels eh. – I don't know. Uh, there's, there's, there's a lot of politics going on outside of it. Uh, it feels to me like a lot of places like, like, like watching IO announce, is it IO that's giving their trainings? They're keeping their training center privatized and they're giving their theater to a board. Is that what's mm -hmm. happening? And yeah. somebody uh, announced that in, in LA. I don't know, but there are things like that that just feel, I don't know. Uh, they feel a little off to me. But you watch, yeah, you watch, you watch places like uh, IO's closing in New York, for sure. Uh, I, I think that they're closing in New York, and I think in L.A., they're, 
They're giving over their, they're becoming a nonprofit, but keeping the training center private. And me, I know as, as an improv theater administrator, I know that there is no training center without a stage and there is no stage without a training center in improv. That is, that is, you know, from the outside, it looks really good to say we're turning our theater over to a, a, a nonprofit board and that's going to be good. But um, I think that there's a lot. There's a lot of uh, really worldwide heavy hitters in, in sketch comedy and improv that are, that are, they just, you can't, you can't survive uh, when you have, you know, I'm pretty sure IO's lease was like a $25,000 a month lease in New York. Like, how mm. do you do that? How do you do that? You get 10,000 students with $550 classes. That's how. And that's, you know, that's not what Planet Ant's ever going to be, right? Uh, as a community resource. So there's a ton. There's a ton to try to figure out how to navigate here. Yeah. Um, and there's also questions of, uh, I, I, I don't think it's a good move to open uh, right now. I think that opening and then reclosing, which I think will happen to a lot of these places, is the worst look ever to, to lose trust uh, in your community. I think that uh, part of, of what a community organization needs to do is be trusted by that community. Um, and, and if there's any question of are we doing this because it's right or safe or are we doing this because we need to do it or we need to get back on, you know, are we serving our, our ego here? Are we serving our selfish financial needs here or are we serving our community that's a real question we need to ask um and I, I i am i am pretty disappointed in a lot of the 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 leaders uh nationally and and i think locally we've been okay but um it's it's frustrating it's frustrating to uh to see people making what i would view as as mistakes uh yeah. mistakes that jeopardize uh, the people who care and the community members. Um, but yeah, I don't want to get too negative right now uh, on these issues. I, I think that there's a bright future. I think that there will be uh, a silver lining to come out of um, quarantine, which is going to be a, a huge increase in technical capacity mm -hmm. uh, and online presence. Yeah. I think that it's been really cool to see um, it, a, a, the older crowd who's been reluctant to get involved in the online presence to step up and, and to learn how to do stuff and to participate in live streams. Um, I think it's cool to see the, um, uh, the theaters who have in the, in the past only been, they've had no interest in the internet stuff. It's cool to see them figure out ways because uh, those are people with actual money. Yeah. Uh, the big donor supported theaters getting involved in online stuff, getting their communities involved. I think that that helps. Uh, that helps us. That helps everybody. That helps the whole community. Uh, I think that we really need to continue to look at this with the high tide raising all ships uh, mentality. I don't think that there is uh, Michael Dupree. You're not my competition. I know I said that you are. Uh, but in reality, if we both succeed, uh, in reality, we're actually friends. Believe it. In reality, we're actually friends. And I know that your success will elevate Planet Ant, and I know that Planet Ant's success will elevate you. And I think that that is a micro version of what. Um, what I really believe this Detroit creative community is doing right now and will continue to do mm -hmm. uh, by way of, of not only uh, overcoming, uh, overcoming this quarantine and this pandemic, but also by way of, 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 of pursuing justice in, in this time too. I think that people are finally uh, starting to understand ideals, uh, ideals of, of intersectional justice. I think that people are finally starting to do the work to educate themselves. I, I, I love the idea of, of, of uh, 
that people are finally echoing that, that, that silence is, is being part of the problem in, in all of these situations. I think that these, these cries for justice don't feel like a, a, a fad this time. Yeah. Uh, and I don't, I don't mean to strip it down to, to that such simple language because it, it never is, but um, the performative justice side of things, it, while it's still there, it feels, uh, it feels much more real right now than maybe it did in, in uh, years past, uh, in, in moments past. Um, and, and I think that it is our responsibility, all of us, to continue to perpetuate these conversations and, and the action uh, behind them. Um, and I know this is a comedy show and we're going to have fun here. So I'm going to try to not dive so deep into uh, the, the soapbox yelling uh, here. But uh, I'm, I am proud of our community. And that's yeah. the, the bottom line on, on the reason I'm bringing all that stuff up right now. It's important to talk about these things. It and is. I appreciate your voice on it. And I appreciate all that you are doing for this damn community, baby. Trying. I'm trying. I'm well, trying. It's, it's time to bring on our next guest. Uh, she is a doll that came to life for 24 hours, uh, and I'm very excited to see what life as a doll is, is, is like. Uh, so please welcome Janice Lucy. Hey. Hi, Janice. Hi. Can y'all can y'all hear me? Yes. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. What kind of what kind of microphone do you have? Um. Um. What is this? Lo- Logitech. Ooh, a Logitech. Wow. Okay. Yes. So you are a uh, a living doll. Yes. Uh, and so and you're alive for twenty four. Is that twenty four hours? Like when did that begin? <laughs> well, it got poured on me. I guess around seven. I, I talked to Doc McStuffins like mm-hmm. this morning around eight, and okay. she was like, "Well." <laughs> It stays in your system for humans for 24 hours, so or 12 or something. I don't know, mm-hmm. but we're we're saying it's like it's gonna be 20. 7 a.m. 7 a.m. this morning. Um, 7 p.m. Oh, so 7 p.m. yesterday. Yeah. So so what time is it now? It's a uh, 1:58. Oh, p.m. Cool. I've I've got a bit You're, of time. Got a little bit long. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm still good. I'm glad that I was able to get in t- contact with you in this very limited window and, and that you're spending a, yes. you know, a, a good portion of, I mean, a significant fraction mm-hmm. of your time alive on this yes. podcast. Yeah, I really appreciate just all the things I could do that humans do. I see them every day, even though like it's in limited spaces. Like they'll go away or they'll well she's been in a quarantine or whatever for months and months and months and working at her desk and took me out of the trunk like around april i guess that's april what they she called it april um although i have a friend named april over here um i don't know but <laughs> We were just sitting here and she's like, hey, you're my babies. Like, okay, well, all right. So we'll just watch her work, watch her watching your show, watch her like binging Hulu and talking Ooh, what to you watch? Cat. What you watch on Hulu? Um, she's been watching Community mm. and um, Parks and Rec. Show. Yeah. That's so also a television show. Really fun television shows and some cartoons with. I don't even know what they're called. I don't know. I'm so, curious. wait, so you have been, 
Uh, perceptive? Watching. You've been perceptive to these things, though, even though you haven't been alive? Oh, all these years. We're, we're perceptive. But a lot of the times we get to do stuff when people aren't looking. When oh, like a Toy Story situation. Sweet. Yeah, like a Toy Story situation. And now it's the first time, like, she's not here. She went to a restaurant or something she was getting ready for human things right yeah so hopefully she'll be gone i don't know what's gonna happen when she comes through this door right now and sees me being on a podcast right now well have you ever thought about maybe just like moving into an apartment or something so you don't gotta like you be awake for a limited amount of time that would be great that would really be great i don't know whether departments there would be besides fisher price I said have, apartments. Apartments. Oh, apartments. Mm. Yeah. Oh. What's do, you think, that? do you think I said departments? Departments. Yeah. yeah. No. Like Fisher Price. Well, Fisher Price has really nice houses, little tykes, really good kitchen sets. You could that could work. How big are you? I can't really tell. Depend. I'm by the video. like I grew. I pretty much am like a standard adult. Size. Oh wait, you grew human. in. Oh wait, so you became a human. Yeah. Four. Okay, I see. All right. So, but what what size are you normally? Um, normally I'm like three feet, six inches. Like an like American about, girl. Yeah, like an American girl, you know. Hmm. And just happened to have a potion, I guess, that she poured on me, and I grew. Wow. And it's like, okay, I guess this is it. This is my life now for uh, twenty four hours. Yeah. So what have you been able to like knock anything off your bucket list at being a human body? Um, I took a shower. Whoa. Yeah, that was great. I didn't stay wet for seven hours. So that yeah. was really cool. Um, I ate food. Like I we have tea parties all the time for mm-hmm. like thirty-six years or so. Yeah. And I actually Wait, wait, had wait, hold tea. on. The person who, who owns you is an, a fully grown adult. Yeah. at least 36 years and yeah. she still has tea parties with you okay that's how i came out of the trunk like she lives by herself and she's like well i have my toys from my parents house we stayed at her parents house so she took us out had a tea party with us with so she's tea. not doing well in the quarantine is what you're saying no 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 and I think that's how I came to life because she just poured the stuff on us. And it was it intentional? Did did she? Was it an accident, or did she know that this would bring you I to life? I think it might have been an accident that just was a happy accident for me. Mm. So she poured it on multiple dolls. Are you the only one that became a human? Um. Yeah. The other ones are just what now? The other ones are just sitting at me looking pretty envious right now but I mean, they, they're like they're here but so since she's gone are they active like toy story style yeah they're just around but they just chose to stay here and watch the show all right it. so i have a question about the rules this has always been like a, a recurring question yeah. about like the toy story um, uh-huh. mythos is like are you unable to move like are you just paralyzed and frozen stuck like you're like in stasis when a a human is around or is it a choice so you don't there's not like a rebellion against it um it's a bit of both like we're frozen it's kind of like 
oh, what was this show? It was some video about possums. Mm-hmm. Like when they're around someone that's a threat, they just. Oh, so it's a it's a frozen in fear type situation. Yes. Oh. And if we are. So if you had the gumption, forward, you could yeah. you could move. We could, but I mean, what's nobody's ever moved. Nobody but I feel like I feel like there the amount of toys that exist in the world massively out uh, like outnumbers the amount of humans probably that, right that is true we so do. i feel like you guys could take over the world if you wanted to and you're small you could like sneak into the pentagon watch the nuclear arsenal we could but we've heard stories about what <laughs> people do to dolls and i mean yeah. there's a few dolls that are really legendary like robert you know you look at him you have to apologize like on the spot wait who's robert robert is like Oh, how does it go? Like, the legend is that he's this scary doll from, like, the Victorian era or something, and he's known to, like, curse people. Ah! Oh, God, I just looked him up. That is horrifying. Yeah. Like, you have to apologize. You you cannot take pictures with him. Like, he is legendary, but he won't tell us what to do. (laughs) Like, share your secrets. It's like, no, he's very... He's very selfish that way. That makes me want to throw up yeah, looking at this doll. This is horrifying. Yeah. He's the worst. He's, uh, I, mm, they've had him on shows. He's in a glass case, like very fragile. You know, it's, it's great. I would love to be a Robert. Why does his face look like that? <laughs> he's old timey. He's what they call like the old timey Victorian dolls, and back in the day they had sewn on faces. Like, I mean, there's some sewn on face dolls now, but not like Robert. I don't believe in ghosts and spooky, but I don't even want to look at Robert. Wow, horrifying. But so you're telling me that all every doll, every stuffed animal, and everything that I've owned in my life has been conscious? Yes. They wow. Very conscious. That is unsettling. That's why like, have, when people talk to us, it's like, well, we listen. I've got, I've got this little man doll, or not a doll, he's like a little figurine. Hey. And he's you're telling me that he can he can see you and he can yes. hear you and everything. He can see us. He said I made a big mistake. <laughs> you or he he did. He said I made a big mistake. What's that mistake? By, by being on the show. Oh man, I'm I'm telling too many secrets right now. Apparently, I don't know if I'll ever be in an unfrozen state again. I don't know. I just realized he's missing his fingertips. His fingertips oh. are gone. Oh no! Was that did was he did he come that way? I, I or did somebody what ma- did they did they melt it off? This is my first time noticing it. Uh, so it could have maybe I just didn't notice before, but I feel like they weren't like that. I think he might have he might have fallen and broken his fingers. That's unfortunate. Well, well, thanks, Janice, for for sharing your story and being on the show. I hope I hope you stick around as we oh. as we bring on our next guest. Okay. Yes. Um. I mean, if that's okay, I know that you probably have oh. many things on your bucket list. Go so. ahead. It's fine. It's totally fine. What are you? Are you <laughs> wait. 
<laughs> so you just you just chugged like a good good amount of Tito's vodka, oh. and like you didn't even react. <laughs> I mean, that's what she poured on me, uh, and I kind of got used to it. I kind of wait. She poured I acquired taste. She poured a bottle of Tito's vodka. Oh my god, you were just kicking those back. It's really you just drank half a bottle. <laughs> you should try it. Oh. Drank half a bottle of Tito's in like ten seconds. Ooh, what? That's what she poured on me? Yeah, that's vodka. Half a bottle. So does that mean I stay for like a few more hours? Are you sure you're actually a doll and not just extremely drunk? I'm a doll. <laughs> oh my god, you you just she does this all the time. I can't believe how much of that bottle you just drank. It's, are you? How are you feeling? Are you feeling drunk? I feel more alive. Like I'm seeing actual colors right now. Like okay. your shirt is blue. Before that, your shirt was kind of like a light grayish. Okay. Thing. I'm beginning to be suspicious if you are actually a doll and not just like an insanely drunk person who's kind of lost her mind. I'm a doll. Well, we'll see. Uh, but now let's bring on our next guest. He is a modern day troubadour in the folk punk scene. Uh, please welcome Silas Rainbaum. Hey man, how's it going? Oh God, you are really screaming into that microphone. Oh, I'm sorry. I just, it's been a while since I've been doing anything live. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a minute because of quarantine, right? No, <laughs> I, I do. I, uh, I'm kind of taking a stance against people's definition of punk rock. And punk yeah. in general, yeah. You know, I, I stopped my band for a minute because of that. You're not a fan of like, uh, well, what, what, what don't you like specifically? Well, hold on, you're getting way off track already, Michael. Are you I sure am? you want to go down this road? Uh, yeah. You asked me to come on your show, and I don't want to take time from valuable other uh, viewpoints. This is your point. You're, this is your turn. This is your, you're the primary uh, guest at this moment. Okay, I just want to be respectful. Is everybody cool with that? Uh, uh, Janice, how do you feel? That's that's cool. You're Darren? really a doll. Yeah. Okay, we'll I don't want to get off track. Keep going. Darren, how about you? You feel okay with this? Yeah, I'm great. Great. Okay, right. great, great. Well, I just wanted to let you know that then I'll just get into it. My band, The Sleeves of the Giants, mm-hmm. is not been playing at all. Yeah. And that's just my band is just me. Well, because oh, I'm okay. taking a stance on people are calling everything punk now. Yeah. And it's bullshit. Sorry. You can swear. But it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Well, why? Why do you think that? What, what, is your de- what is your definition of what punk is? Well, it's not Green Day. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you don't think so? No. It's definitely not. Why? I don't, even pop punk is bullshit. Why isn't Green Day punk? Have you ever listened to Green Day? Yeah. Well, I guess Michael, we're gonna have to agree to disagree. I mean, they were they were like the number one like primary anti-Bush. Uh, anti-Bush is and- that your bar for what punk is? Because you got some <laughs> you got some problems, man. I, I'm just saying, like, if oh, they're anti-Bush. Look at this Coca-Cola can. It's anti-Bush because somebody threw it at Bush. It's punk. No. Yeah. What do you mean, yeah? You don't How think- are you going to call me? How are you going to call me Silas 
water bomb and and wait like I thought your name was Silas Rainbow. Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> wait. So you're saying okay. don't don't lock me down with your goddamn name factory, man. I'm sure. not. I'm sure, not, Green Day is not like Agent Orange or Black Flag or something like that, but it's like in in the time that they in 2004, ooh, being like a yeah, ooh, I'm so punk because I don't like George W. Bush. You know what? I want to eat George W. Bush for a meal. That's how I'm punk just saying. I am. The American Idiot was released in 2004 when everyone was like super like jingoistic. Like you could not be in the mainstream and talk against like the iraq war and stuff like that yeah well like, they did a pretty good job of being in the mainstream wouldn't you say michael yeah yeah well because that's... they subverted expectations so who's how what were, your, what were your expectations of green day michael let's lay it they out they were like before american idiot they were they first of all they hadn't released anything in forever and they were yeah. just like a, a like lazy stoner a band lazy stoner band nihilistic and everything and then they so, come back yeah with the Ooh, song I of the century. Song about whacking off. Ooh. Is that more punk rock to you than American Idiot? That's, but they did that song. Am I wrong? You're totally right. But is that Thank song you. more punk rock or Thank less you. punk rock than American Idiot? Less. Well, no, wait. What am I doing? I'm not going to compare any. They're all, all songs. If punk rock is 1 to 17, the scale, and then that no punk rock is 0, and the most punk rock is seventeen. Are you okay, Janice? You're 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 jumping over there. I'm sorry, Dana. Cat. I'm sorry. The cat bit me. A cat? You have a cat that's biting. Oh, oh I'm I'm sorry. Is my conversation getting in the way of your weird shit? I'm sorry. It's, go ahead. I'm trying to talk about politics and punk music because Michael's making me do it at this very sensitive time in history, and I feel it's inappropriate, but I'm doing my best, okay? Well, I mean, you're the one, you, you brought it up. I, I came on your show because you invited me. Yeah, I invited you, but the, but the first thing you say is that you don't, you hate punk, the, the, the punk scene right now. Yeah. I got to follow exactly. the thread, baby. Yeah. But that's what I'm trying to tell you is that I don't want to interfere with this very important point in history, and you're making me do it. <laughs> okay. Well, if you don't want to talk about about American Idiot, well, you about- invited me on the show, and I, I, I don't even know where we stand now. I don't know if you like me or hate me. I have no. I, I have not made a judgment on you yet. I made a couple judgments on you, like and what? they're not good. I'm okay. not going to share them with you because they're private. <laughs> I privately judged you big time as soon as I got on here because that's what I do, man. That's my world, man. I'm sorry to hear that. It's not bad. I love it. This is the world <laughs> I live in. That's what drives me with my punk fury, man. Okay, so you're not a fan of the current punk scene. Uh, yeah. Oh, what... way to catch up. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Am I being too aggressive on the show? I'm just fired up, okay? I'm well, well, very what's... sober. Well, what's got you so angry? Oh, what? What? Are you <laughs> serious? Are you goddamn serious? Michael, have you stopped opening your eyes? Because if you open your eyes, you should be mad as hell. Okay, fair enough. You're just talking about the What's general got you of the mad. World. What's got you mad? 
the well, yes, the world too, but I was mainly thinking about people using the word punk incorrectly. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ, Michael. Well, you keep- I mean, everybody's doing it. If you go to target.com, which I don't because I don't use computers, then you would see that it's full of stuff that's punk aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Like kids' backpacks with an anarchy symbol on them. What? I don't think so. I don't think so. What? That's all over the Walmart, everything, buttons, patches, needles and thread. Hot topic. Hot topic. Oh my God. Hot topic. <laughs> Kills me. I hate hot topic. They should call it burn your face with capitalism topic because that's what it is. Wow. Because they're all capitalist, Michael. Hot topic is the green day of uh, stores. Yeah, big time. It is exactly right, Michael. There might be hope for you now yeah. that you said that out loud on your show. This is your platform, Michael. This is your time to take a stand on this. Do you stand with people calling everything punk or do you? think that punk should be reserved for true punk i uh make really, a choice right I, very important what you say next i'm, I'm afraid of giving you my what my answer will be and your reaction to it oh really you're yeah. afraid of what my reaction would be because what you think i'm going to disagree with you i think you might well i don't know if you'll I, I think you just might i don't know i think you just won't be happy with what i have to michael say. here's a secret i'm a very sensitive person oh really that's a secret yes. I'm a very sensitive person on the inside and I've been locked up in my mom's basement for a little while now. So I'm getting uh-huh. a little bit freaked out, you know, okay. but I don't want to come off as aggressive. I don't want to come uh-huh. off as mean. Okay. I'm a very nice man. Uh, I have a ferret. Good. Do you have any pets, Michael? I have two cats and a rabbit. No ferrets? No ferrets. A lot of people don't like them because they say they smell bad, but I disagree. I think they smell just fine. And I love I, my my ferret's name is my ferret's name my ferret's name is not Green Day. I'll tell you that much. I have limited uh, experience with ferrets. Well, I think you could understand being a cat owner. And what else did you say you had a parakeet, a rabbit, a rabbit? Same thing. I don't think so. Kind of. They both are. They're both kind of uh, like they what they call like starter pets. My, I, I just, okay, now that you're calmed down, I just want you to know I don't really care one way or the other what people refer to as punk. Wow. So I'm not going to freak out, okay? Okay. Because I told you I wouldn't freak out. But that's... <sighs> what about you, Janice? Do you have an opinion? Just a doll. <laughs> but I you, think... you can have an opinion. You're a human for the, for the next few hours. Well... I think Robert might be punk. He is. Robert Maybe. the doll is punk rock. I'm, in, I'm, I'm, I'm interested on what the, the intersection of folk punk is. Can you explain yeah. this oh, to me? Yeah. Oh, what you don't punk? even know? Nobody here knows? What kind of show no, is I this? Honestly, it's a, com- it's a comedy this? and variety show. Well, shit, maybe better smarten up your variety because it seems like you missed a huge part of it. The We've variety folk part. punk artists on the show before. Okay, then. I guess I like, didn't really discuss the philosophy of folk punk, though. Like who? Anyone I would know? Uh, we've had Pancho Villa Skull. Great. We've had Complainer on the show. Don't know. Um, hmm, is those the only folk punk artists we've had on the show? Oh, we've had a whole bunch on the show, just two. I said we've okay. had. <laughs> I said we've had. I said we've had. Is this uh, some sort of gotcha interview where you're trying to trick me or something? Is this like no. one of those prank shows or like a joe rogan or something 
Is Joe Rogan's not a prank show? I thought it was. <laughs> it's every time on, I watch it, seems like it's a prank on it me. Is, it's a prank on society, but it's not really. <laughs> I is it an MMA show or not? What is going on? Yeah, yeah. I like focus. I like things to be razor sharp. I like points. Okay. You want me to continue? Yeah. All right then, folk. You know what folk is, everyone, yes. right? Yes. Like, Think of like Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan and Neil Young. No. Woody Guthrie. Yes. Think of Woody Guthrie and Bob Dylan. That's folk. It's Good. American protest music. Yes. It's music that's got anger in its heart. Yes. It's music that says we're not going to fucking take it, and it doesn't have any prisoners to take because mm -hmm. they're all dead. Mm -hmm. That's folk at its essence. Mm -hmm. Now, combine that with punk, which I think I used, unfortunately, I got a little excited and used some of the descriptors for punk when I was describing folk. Sure. But music that's, that doesn't take any prisoners because they're all dead should have been folk, uh, the, punk, the punk description part, okay. not the folk part. Okay. Does that make sense? Sure. So it's like acoustic music, but it's like, fuck you. Mm -hmm. You know? But if you're on the wrong side, if you're not... If you're George W. Bush, then it's fuck you, which you seem to like that. I, d I do like, you like fuck stuff you to that George says w. Bush. fuck Bush. Yes. Although, seems a little, little, little dated, Michael. Why? Maybe you no, better update your politics. I don't politics. think so. In fact, I think it's more relevant now than ever since a lot of like uh, Democrats and stuff are trying to rehabilitate his reputation. So. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. I am not fooled for one by his cute paintings, which you may have or may not have seen. I have seen it. I'm not impressed. Although, if I was going to have one for a album cover for one of my albums, if Giant Sleeves gets back together at some point, then maybe I would do that. Mm -hmm. But it wouldn't be me selling out because I would be actively saying, fuck George W. The name of the album would probably be fuck George W. Bush. Sure. And his dad. And his brother. And his mom. Not his mom. Not his mom? His mom showed up at a show one time, I think. Really? I don't know. I still debate it. But I would say, where were, what were we talking about? I don't remember. God, Michael, to get a better control of your show. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, you have me on here and you just throw me into the wind like I'm a crazy person. Do you have, a, do you have an opinion on dolls? Yes. What's your opinion on dolls? Don't like them. I think they're, <gasps> they're a tool of the patriarchy to make women small and minimized. No. Yeah, what? To object. Yeah, counterpoint doll? Try counterpoint, it. Try yes. it. Let's go. So, Let's go. Let's so go. So with dolls, we can do whatever we want with oh. the imagination of a child. <laughs> yeah. Fly planes. What? And we can crash cars what? And, and tear Come down on. buildings. Look, dolls are by far the most gender conforming objects on the planet. Let's be real. Everybody. You don't have any agency over yourself. You just let kids control you. Well, we don't have a choice. We're dolls. Yeah. Well, listen to some giant sleeves. Maybe you change your mind. That's not the name of your band. What? 
<laughs> sleeves of the Giants. We call it Giant Sleeves for short. Come on, why, man. Why Come on, Giants Michael. Did you not do the research on me? I did. Wait, your, your shorthand version of your band's name just ditches the word of? <laughs> And, and off. Okay. <laughs> and off. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's at least two more syllables. All right. Here. So you're saving two syllables. All right. No, that's fine. Jesus. That's fine. Jesus. And well, I don't even I... like saying Jesus because that's part of the goddamn really organized religion. And you said goddamn too. What's what? Up? What doll? Do you get religious? <laughs> Her name is Janice. I'm Janice Lucy, and Jesus was a punk. You're right about that. You are right about that. Okay, if he was so real, he would have been a punk for sure. He was as real as humans. He and was just a doll. Okay. Although well, he was on the cross, you could take him off of a big cross. And what the hell are you thinking about, doll? What are you? <laughs> what is going on in your doll, life? He has doll capabilities. Stop calling her saying. doll. That is so weird. It's a doll. I'm Janice she, Lucy. I am she's human. She's a human for the next. Nevin. And I will be human for another two days. Yeah, as long as you keep drinking that Tito's, I think you'll be all right. Oh, man. <laughs> What's your drink of choice there, uh, Silas? Mine is watermelon juice. What? Uh, is squeeze? that funny? Yeah, fresh juice. I have a, I have a hand-cranked juicer in my garage, okay? What? I feel like I haven't heard of people drinking watermelon juice. I don't know what's so weird about it. You get a watermelon from the store, you chop it up, you can't eat the whole thing, and then you put it in your hand crank juicer, you turn the, the crank, and you get some juice. You wait, wait, you're box. just juicing the parts you can't eat? Yeah, So the you leftover eat... parts, you use that up. That's punk, <laughs> You're man. juicing the rind? Yes. Oh, my. Have... That is horrifying. No, that I sounds juice, awful. I juice strawberry tops and watermelon rind peach pits and blueberry parts peach pits and blueberry parts that sounds kind of pretty now that you say it michael maybe that wow. should be a song it should be it wasn't so angry maybe have you ever juiced have you ever juiced corn yeah the the corn cobs not the pieces though okay the little hard corn stems. cob juice is not great no. but i will drink it to save the world a little bit oh so are you a vegan like a, 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 a no waste vegan i'm a I'm alright. Um, are you alright? You just you caught me. You aren't. I want to be a vegan, okay? Okay. But I'm not. Okay. Because I can't afford to be one, okay? Yeah, that makes sense. Do you ever go in a Trader Joe's dumpster, Michael? No. It's not great. I that's, can't imagine. That's my world. That's my world as a Trader Joe's dumpster. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> My mom won't buy me Trader Joe's stuff anymore. I'm sorry. It's too fancy. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Silas. What? <laughs> thank you. Are you serious? This is the end of the show? Yeah. We're over time. What the hell did you even have me on for, man? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I don't even know what your deal is. I don't even know. Well, I had, I had fun with you. I I had okay time. <laughs> I had fun with you too, Janice. Uh, you know, great perspective you. on you. I hope I hope that you actually get to stay human longer. You know, I'd love I to have so you on the too. show again to, to get catch up with you. Yeah. Wow. I uh, frankly, Silas, I'm not. I'm, I'm wow. up in the air on you. 
So when are you going to have me back? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> what do you mean we'll see? Once my next schedule appears, we might as well do it right now. Let's get our calendars out. All right, let's get our calendars out. How about the tomorrow, 21st no, not, of June? I'm not recording no, tomorrow. I'm free tomorrow All right. until 7 p.m. I'll send you a link. Is it going to be another computer link? Yeah. Because this is my mom's computer. I can't do that. Then why, why did you, you say you're available? I can do tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> thank you-, you so much for being on the show, Darren. Yeah, uh, of course. I'm happy to be here. Let me know anytime. I'm, I'm available. Uh, not tomorrow, though. Go follow Darren Shelton Gaming on Facebook. Well, do I it. won't. I won't be because I'm not on a computer. Go to Planet Ant Facebook channel. Follow that. Like it. Anything else you'd like to plug, Darren? No, that's it. I'm, I'm just on all of the social medias. My personal stuff is just the, 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 the most Darren is, is the, the handle. So if you, if you want me on any of the social medias, Instagram, Twitter, I don't really use Twitter, but I have one. Uh, Twitch, Facebook, all of them. It's just the most Darren. That's, that's my uh, tag. Handle, Janice, whatever. anything you would like to plug? Um, I don't have anything I would like to plug for the moment, but yeah. There. Go to sleevesofthegiants.com or giantsleeves.com or greendaysucksmycock.net. <laughs> that is, that's what you would like to plug? Yes. All of them redirect you to a Green Day Sucks My Cock webpage placeholder. Uh, uh, it's a free <laughs> website builder. I haven't gotten to it yet, but it at least says some good information on how well, you can get involved. Um, okay, then. Well, that's great. I don't know what that attitude is, Michael, but I don't like it. I'm sorry. Well, uh, thank you guys all so much for being on the show today. Uh, As we have been, uh, I want to close out uh, by saying go uh, support and donate to uh, organizations who, uh, you know, support and and help out uh, people of color uh, and like the NAACP Legal Defense Fund, uh, the Bail Project, National Bail Fund Network, uh, uh, Black Lives Matter. Uh, also, in the spirit of pride, um, uh, go support the Trevor Project. Um, a lot of great organizations, a lot of great ways to give back and, and, and help out in, this, uh, in these times. Uh, so we'll be back next week with more fun. Black Lives Matter. And have a wonderful day, everybody. Yay. Bye. 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 The Michael the Brave Variety Hour is powered by Pinecast and is a member of the Planet Amp Podcast Network. If you like what you heard today, give us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts if you're so inclined. And uh, follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Right.